Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Um, today is going to be a bit of a potpourri, uh, as I don't necessarily have a uh, prepared topic, and uh, just going to kind of talk about some random stuff, because I haven't recorded one of these in a couple of days and feel like I, uh, I definitely need to. Um, interesting tidbit. Um, I got a call yesterday, uh, evening, on my way home from work, um, luckily I was not recording at the time, um, (laughs) but, uh, answered it, you know, it's like, hey, how's it going, bro, um, and he commented that, you know, as he is, uh, a listener, (laughs) uh, he found it was odd to hear me answer the phone, uh, he was saying he, he half expected me to answer the phone by saying, hello, and welcome to the Toddcast, uh, so I think I may just answer my brother's calls, uh, with hello, welcome to the Toddcast, uh, from here on out, um, frankly, I think if there was a clever way for me to, um, be quick enough to somehow be able to record the next call with him, (laughs) Uh, I think that would be hilarious, uh, to just, just launch, uh, an episode, uh, as a conversation with my, uh, brother Eric, um, cause Eric is awesome, um, and, and interesting to listen to as well, and, and one of these days I'm gonna try and see if I can't get him, get him on the cast here with us, um, so you all can enjoy that as well, um, but I just thought that was, that was hilarious, uh, that he, he, he was, uh, almost surprised, uh, that I didn't answer the phone that way, um, yeah, so, um, random, random whatnots, because like I said, I, I, I don't necessarily have a, a solid topic, um, so we're going to just get, shift into full random, uh, mode, and go with, my Kindle was infested with crazy ants, uh, <laughs> uh, which is a bit of a hard left, but, uh, Stay with me, folks. Um, so, I have one of the the, the old school Kindles. Um, I don't know if it's first generation, but it's 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 back there. Um, it's one of the um, you know it's got the e ink. It's got the 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 keyboard at the bottom of the uh, thing. Not not an on screen keyboard, but like actual little round buttons. Uh, down at the bottom, um, Abby got it for me, I want to say for Christmas, could have been a birthday, I'm terrible at gift giving occasions, both in terms of selecting gifts for others, and remembering who got me what when, I just remember it was a gift, it was from Abby, um, and it was years ago, um, I was the, the first person in our family to get, uh, you know, an e-reader, um, you know, Abby was very hesitant, uh, very resistant to, to the e-readers initially, uh, she, she fell very squarely into that, I just like to, you know, the, the feel of a book, and, and turning pages, and, and, you know, the weight of it, and the smell of it, and so on and so forth, and I, I just don't think I could get into, you know, staring at a screen, um, and that's, that's a fine opinion, um, there were points where I felt that way as well, um, and then I got one and realized I can have a whole library in my pocket 
this is pretty awesome. Uh, I can up the font so that when I'm reading in bed, I don't have to, you know, squint or or strain or whatever. Um, I can keep little notes uh, on what I'm what I'm reading right there with the thing. Um, it, I I am I am very much an advocate of the e-readers. Um, and a few years later, um, Abby became a convert. Uh, I've got a Kindle. She's got a Nook. Um, I don't know that that really matters uh, for anything. Um, I don't know that the e-readers have ever had, you know, an Apple versus Windows sort of war going on. You know, the the, the iPhone versus Android type uh, animosity that a lot of other electronic devices. Um, you know, have had, uh, you know, you got one, you got the other, they both do basically the same thing, um, you know, there's really no reason to be all up the fuss about it, um, it makes it a little awkward to, to share books, um, if we wanted to do so, but really, that's not even a problem either, because most of the stuff she reads is not necessarily things that are of high interest to me, uh, and vice versa, um, and really, for the most part, if there is something that we both want to read, odds are we'll both just get it from the library, um, which will offer it in either format. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's not a problem. Um, I can get into uh, the the caliber or calibre, depending on how you want to pronounce it, uh, software that I've got that lets you sort of manage and organize your eBooks and how it will convert from one to the other, too, but that, that seems like a whole other thing to get into. Um, that also doesn't sound very exciting uh, to listen to, unless you're a you know a hardcore ebook enthusiast. Um, maybe we'll save that for later. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, so when we go on vacation, I take my Kindle with me, because it, like I said, I can take a whole library uh, of books with me. Um, I've got quite the backlog of books that I want to read um, that I've acquired from various sources. Um, and rather than carry around a small library, I can just carry the Kindle. Um, interestingly enough, this past vacation, uh, I took the Kindle with me. Um, I also took several uh, paperbacks. Um, I know that there are several of these, uh, you know, in various states. Maybe you're familiar with it, maybe you're not. But we've got a place called uh, Half Price Books, uh, which is uh, it's a, at its core, it's a used bookstore um, that you can go and sell your books, and they'll give you some money, um, or you can go and buy used books there. Um, it's they also sell, you know, board games and, and CDs and record albums and, and uh, you know, DVDs and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, generally for cheap, um, and they're fantastic. Um, if you're, you're, you're into reading or, or really media of any sort, um, and there's one available to you, you should check it out. Uh, if you've got a stack of, you know, books you're just not interested in um, that you're just going to pitch anyway, take them down there, they'll sell them. I mean, you're not going to, you know, get rich doing that, but it's better than nothing, um, which works. Um, but they have, uh, lots and lots of paperbacks, 
um, available, again, for cheap, um, generally at half cover price, hence the name of the place. Um, but they also, well, I guess, <laughs> they also have a lot of vintage uh, sci-fi paperbacks, like pulp um, novels, um, that are awesome because I am a big fan of sci-fi, um, and a lot of what I'm really into is uh, what at these, this point you would call vintage sci-fi, uh, you know, stuff that was, was written and printed in like the 40s and 50s and 60s and, and you know, possibly 70s. Um, <clears throat> it's, um, it's interesting, um, there are a lot of really good authors who were, who were really good at their craft, um, that tell, tell just really interesting stories, um, it's, you know, it's a time period where, you know, a, a lot of things were, were still very fresh and new, um, I mean, Arthur C. Clarke uh, essentially invented satellites, um, you know, in his books, talking about things that orbit the Earth, you know, before they, they actually existed. Like, he was writing about things in orbit. Um, and eventually, you know, scientists were like, you know, that's that's a pretty keen idea, and hey, we could actually do that. Let's try it. And now, you know, our, our, our uh, orbit is cluttered with the darn things. Um, and hooray, uh, because, you know, certainly they've brought us a lot of, you know, quality of life improvements by virtue of satellites. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff there that, you know, is, 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 is new and exciting and fresh for the time. Um, it's also fun because a lot of that stuff was written before we knew anywhere near as much as we did uh, do now, uh, about space. So, uh, I mean, if, if you were to write, you know, some sort of science fiction tale today um, that pits, you know, the people of Mars against the people of Venus uh, with Earth caught in the middle. Um, I mean, it'd probably be a good story. I'm sure some people would, you know, enjoy it. But there would be a lot of people who are like, there's no life on Mars or Venus. It's not possible. This is stupid. Um, you know, there are a lot of these books that are from that time period where we... We didn't know if there was life on Mars or Venus. It was possible. Um, and we're going to write some stories on the, you know, presumption that there is life on those planets. Um, and it's good stuff. Uh, you didn't need to suspend your disbelief that much, I guess. Because um, we didn't have science, you know, immediately proving us wrong on those fronts. Um, but I, again, digress. And this, the whole cast is probably going to be one big old series of digressions. Uh, but that's fine. Point being, they've got, uh, you know, a whole bunch of old-school sci-fi, uh, stuff. Um, I am particularly fond of, uh, Robert Heinlein. Um, some of you may know him as the author of, uh, Starship Troopers. Uh, Stranger in a Strange Land, uh, was one of his, uh, more popular and, frankly, fantastic books. Um... But I'm kind of on a bit of a quest to read everything he's ever written. Um, and so when I saw several, uh, several you know, original paperbacks there uh, at half-price books, I had to buy them. Um, two bucks a pop, um, which is the exception to the, you know, half, you know, everything costing half the cover price uh, on there. Because, again, with them being, you know, pulp novels from, you know, the 50s, 
cover price on those bad boys was, I want to say, like 90 cents. Um, but calling your, your store, you know, half-price books if they're modern, double-price books if they're really old, just doesn't have the same ring to it. So I'm not going to, you know, fault the half-price books, folks. Um, I knew what I was getting into when I went in there. Um, the point of all that being, though, is when we went on vacation, I took my Kindle, uh, and I also took a, you know, a handful of these, these, these paperbacks with, um, because while I love my Kindle, um, I will say there is also something to be said about having a book and turning pages, um, and this is probably going to sound super weird, but I like the smell of old books. I, I can't describe it. Um, an old book smells like an old book, uh, and there's just something nostalgic about that. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, find a paperback that's, you know, 40 years old. Uh, crack that bad boy open, stick your face there in, in the middle, and breathe deep. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, but also, when you're sitting near the pool or at the beach... Um, you run the risk of, you know, water, <laughs> uh, is the short version, um, especially by the pool, um, you know, if you're, you're close to the pool, but you're sitting there, you sort of read, um, there are, you know, children and teens in, in certain cases, um, European adults that just don't aren't as concerned about their surroundings and will, you know, do cannonballs and just dives and splash and have kind of a good old fun time in the pool, as they should. They, too, are on vacation. Um, but sometimes it can get on you. You'll you'll get splashed. Um, and, you know, having my, you know, $2 paperback get a little dampened or soaked even and potentially ruined is still preferable to having my, you know, Kindle destroyed by, you know, somebody else's water situation. Um, so I kind of like to have the paperbacks when I'm by the pool, just to sort of cover my bases there. Um, but still, I had the Kindle with. Um, you know, we, we got like a beach bag, and you throw like the, you know, the, the sunglasses and the sunblock, and, you know, that's where we toss our books. And I've got my Kindle in there, too, because, hey, it's lightweight, it's not that big. Um, but in the bag that went around with us everywhere, um, the Kindle was there. So I'm not sure at what point it was possible or that it happened that a bunch of crazy ants decided, hey, here's a uh, the, the charging and data transfer port for this, this Kindle. Let's go in here. It'll be awesome. Uh, but at some point, they, they did. Um, and I did not discover this until we got home, um, and, um, downstairs in my, my little office space there, um, and I'm working on my computer, I, 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 you know, was working on the novel, and, you know, my setup is such that, you know, I've got, you know, all the charging and data cables plugged in all over the place, so I've got, you know, my phone charging, and I've got the, the the cord to the Kindle plugged in, um, and I, you know, plugged in uh, the Kindle to charge it, and I'm doing my thing, and I look over, and I see ants on my, on my 
my table, and they're they're crazy hands. For those of you who are not uh, aware uh, or familiar with with crazy ants, um, there are you know a bunch of different kinds of ants in the world. Um, you know, there's you know your your picnic ants. Everyone's familiar with those. They're they're a little bit bigger, and they you know run around and eat things. Um, there's fire ants, which are you know red and bite you and hurt like the dickens. Um, crazy ants are super tiny, itty bitty, little half half size ants. Um, they're really small, and they they're you know called crazy ants because they just kind of go all over. They they kind of randomly blitz all over a place. Uh, whereas a lot of times, if you see ants uh, out in the wild, um, they've got sort of a slow, deliberate sort of walking about pattern. Or you do you see that where they're in like a straight line. Walk, you know, marching in a straight line to a place. Um, crazy ants don't do either of those things. They don't, they don't, uh, you know, do the whole line thing so much. They just kind of swarm and, and, and go very rapidly in all sorts of different directions. And they look like they look crazy. They look like they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just wandering around like a bunch of fools. Um, um, and like I said, they're super tiny. Um, but I look down and I see a couple of these things. I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like smushing them with my finger because I'm inside the house and, you know, you're crazy ants. You don't belong here. This isn't your house. This is my house. You're, you're sorry. I'm, I'm a merciless killer when it comes to insects inside the house. Um, so I'm like smushing them and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then, you know, I see a couple more. And I see that it came out of one of like the little air vents in the side of my Kindle. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? And so I pick it up and kind of look, and I can see one in there, and I like, tap it on its side, and, like, seven of them drop out. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, so I unplug it, uh, squish all the ants so they don't, you know, infest my house, um, and, like, run upstairs with my Kindle, and I'm like, what the hell do you do for this? Uh, I don't even know what to do with this. Because um, it's not like, uh, you know... I got, you know, I can just, you know, douse the thing in bug spray. What the hell is that going to do to the screen and the electronics? I don't know, but it seems like a terrible plan. Also, you know, at this point, it's freaking December, so it's not like I got a lot of bug spray just hanging out. Um, not that I really have a lot of bug spray any time of year. Now, as I think about it, the, the, the December piece is a total uh, uh, non-sequitur. Um, but anyway... Uh, and I'm thinking, have I just basically lost my Kindle? Have, have ants just totally kicked my ass and taken over my, my Kindle, and I'm screwed? Uh, meanwhile, fuck, there are still ants in this thing, and, uh, you know, I don't want them going all over the house. So what I did is is grabbed a, you know, gallon-sized freezer Ziploc and threw the Kindle in there and sealed it up. I'm like, okay, the, the, the situation is at least contained, um, you know. I, I'm not aware of ants being able to, you know, chew through, uh, you know, Ziploc bags. So hopefully we've got it contained. What the hell do I do here? So as you do in this modern world, you know, I break out my pocket computer um, and do an Internet search for, you know, ants in Kindle, um, which apparently I am not the first person this has happened to. Um there were a couple of different forums where somebody's like, 
uh, I got a bunch of crazy ants inside my Kindle. What do I do? Um, and a lot of people in this world of dicks are like, oh, 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 that's hilarious. That's fucked up. I don't know how you did that, but good luck. Like, just useless nonsense, in which case, why even post? Um, there were several folks who, you know, found it to be especially clever to make the whole, well, you need to take your Kindle to get debugged. Ha, 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 because, you know, electronic humor is hilarious. Um, and there were a couple of folks who at least were trying to give, you know, some good attempt at here's here's what you could do. Um, of which, should you ever be in the instance where you have, you know, your, your Kindle or Nook or other, you know, electronic device uh, infested with crazy ants, and I hope that you don't because it's just weird and awkward and not fun. Um, here are some of the suggestions. Uh, somebody said, put it in like a plastic, an air, you know, a, a plastic container, uh, on one side, and on the other side, put some ant bait, uh, you know, one of the ant traps, um, and hopefully the ants will come out and go and get the poison, and then take it back into the thing, and then that will kill all the ants, um, which leaves you with the, okay, so now I have a Kindle full of dead ants, okay, um, seems less than desirable. Um, somebody thought it would be a keen idea to put your, 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 your device in a, you know, an airtight container, uh, and then displace all the oxygen. Um, he recommended pumping it full of nitrogen, because, you know, we all have ready stores of nitrogen on hand, uh, to, to displace oxygen in an airtight container, so as to suffocate the ants inside your device, right? I have nitrogen, you have nitrogen, I mean, this is... This is America. This is the land of, you know, on-hand nitrogen. Oh, wait, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, and dude even said, you know, I realize I'm, oh, you know, I have ready access to nitrogen and most people don't, but you could do this. And it's like, that's good, dude. That's, that's you know, whatever. That's, that's a weird suggestion to make. Um, further down in the thread, someone said, well, okay, no, not nitrogen, but you could do it with carbon you know, dioxide, throw in the thing with a chunk of dry ice, not dry ice on the device, but close at hand, and, you know, because CO2 is heavier than air, it'll, you know, displace, think, blah, 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 I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that at least seems somewhat practical and feasible for your, your average person, um, you know, the idea of being, okay, we're not going to starve them, we're not going to, uh, poison them, we're going to suffocate the little sons of bitches, um, which I suppose would work, uh, but again, you end up with a Kindle full of ant corpses, and God knows what that is like. Because um, the other thing a lot of people are mentioning is that, you know, the Kindle is not really intended to be user serviceable. You're not really supposed to crack the thing open. Um, and people are talking about various, you know, versions of the Kindle, various, uh, you know, various builds over the years, um, and there seemed to be an implication that you really shouldn't even try. There are a lot of really thin wires and this and that, and if you crack it open, you might break something, and then it doesn't really matter if there are ants or not. You've just, you know, completely destroyed the thing. Um, so you still end up with a, with a Kindle full with, with, of ant corpses. Um, someone had suggested of an elaborate uh, sort of moat situation, 
where you take a dish and fill it with water, and then you put like a bowl, an upside down bowl in the water so that the surface is above the water, but it's surrounded by water, and you put your device there, and then you take like a, 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 a stick or a, or a, you know, knife or utensil or something, and make a bridge from, you know, the the edge of your device to somewhere outside of that water area, sort of a drawbridge, as it were, uh, and the idea being that it will force the ants to, you know, walk across the little bridge to the dry land uh, to get out of your device and somewhere else um, to kind of channel them, and then you put food on the other side of the drawbridge, like, you know, some sort of elaborate smoke and mirrors, we're gonna, you know, trick you into to leaving via this one exit situation, um, which, I mean, in theory, sounds like it should work, but you're waiting for an entire, you get, because that, they, I mean, that will get them out of there, but there's nothing really stopping them from coming back on the drawbridge unless you're, like, guarding the thing, um, troll style for the, you know, the Billy Ants Gruff. I don't understand how that, but, like, I ain't got time for this. Uh, also, I got cats, and I'm not doing, I'm not putting my Kindle in the middle of a puddle of water like this, no, not doing this. Um, so eventually what I settled for was taking the Ziploc bag and squeezing all, you know, all the air out of it as best I could. Like, well, you know, I don't know how long it's gonna, I mean, I'm not going to vacuum seal the thing, but I'm going to take as much air out, and maybe that will suffocate some of them, um, and then I just threw that some bitch in the freezer, um, like, and they don't, probably don't like cold, if they're, you know, if they, as I suspect they are, are from Mexico, they are not going to know what's, what ice is like, uh, so I sealed up the, the, the Kindle, tossed it in the freezer, left it sit overnight, um, because my thought was, you know, I don't know that freezing is what that's going to do to my Kindle, but then again, I also don't know what a bunch of dead ants are going to do to my Kindle. Um, and the other suggestions people had for doing it was, like, put it in a bag and then put some, you know, ant killer or some sort of, you know, ant killer stuff on a rag in the container with it and seal it up. Or, you know, don't spray stuff into your into your Kindle, but spray it near the Kindle and it, a whole bunch of people are like, you could try this. I don't know what it'll do to the electronics or to the plastics, but you could try it. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not really helpful. So I just put the damn thing in the freezer. I'm like, maybe the freezer will break the Kindle inherently, but let's face it, if I can't figure out a way to keep, you know, my Kindle from being a, co- a live colony of ants, that thing's going away anyway. I will buy a new one um, rather than, you know, maintain a freaking, you know, heebie-jeebie reader, because I, you know, knowing that there were live ones in there, how am I going to sit there and hold that thing in my lap, uh, and read it? I'm not. The thing's full of bugs. So, threw it in the freezer, left it overnight, next day, uh, cracked into it, um, kind of tapped it on its side, and ants came out, but they were definitely not moving, um, like, hmm not sure if they're just frozen solid, or, or, you know, if they're going to, like, heat up and reanimate or whatever, so, um, well, hell, they're not running around, let me see if I can knock as many of these out of there, um, and so there are basically three openings on my Kindle, there are, like, two air, two little slots where it seems like for air to circulate and keep things cool, 
Um, and then the little pl place where you plug in the, the mini USB uh, for charge data transfer. Um, and if you tap the thing, the ants were coming out of any one of these. Um, and in copious amounts. Like, it's, it, it was like a, the clown car of Kindle infestation by ants. Uh, I'd tap them, I'd sweep those away, I'd tap, and they're just coming and coming. It was ridiculous. Um, and I remembered back to a couple of years ago, I can't remember if it's that I had sat on the Kindle or if I had dropped it from a particular height, but the plastic casing on it didn't break, but it kind of came open. Um, the version of Kindle that I've got has got sort of like a, a you know a clamshell kind of thing where it just sort of snaps closed. There aren't screws, and it's not glued. It, it's, you know, the piece A fits into piece B, and it snaps together. Um because it came undone in one corner, and I had to snap it back together, and I'm like, I'm going to try and pop this thing open. And again, it's either going to come open, and it'll all be fine, or it won't, and it'll be broken, and I just get a new Kindle anyway. Fuck it. Better that than have, you know, a bunch of ants. And so I very carefully pulled, you know, pulled the back off, and dear God, I would have been tapping for days to get all of those sons of bitches out of there, because there are a lot of them in there. Like, I don't understand how that even works, how they all got there, why they all got there, how they were all surviving, how the Kindle wasn't dead. Um, but I tapped them out of there. I took a brush and brushed it out as best I could, um, got them all out of there, snapped the case back on it, um, fired it up to make sure the Kindle still worked, uh, and it does. Uh, hooray. Um, and I'm like cool, but do I know that I've got them all? Because there's some places in the back of the Kindle that are like little sub-compartments to where I don't know if there's stuff in there or not. Um, the other horrifying thing is, you know, with that many in there, there is a, you know, non-zero chance that there might be some sort of, you know, queen in there with a gazillion eggs that, okay, you killed all the current current folks, but is are there, you know, a bunch of eggs that are going to hatch, and what's that going to look like, and what's that going to do? Um, so I got the case back on it, like I said, I made sure it worked, I powered it back down, I put it in a fresh plastic bag, took all the air out of it, sealed that thumb bit, threw it right back in the freezer. I'm like, we're just going to give them the hard freeze, and we'll we'll go from there. Um, and then uh, a couple days later, took a look at it, no new ant in the bag, None, nothing visible. Um... And I'm like, all right, we're going to let this thing thaw and see what it does. We're going to leave it in the bag so that if, you know, if there's some sort of ant zombie we've thawed out and are going to uh, reanimate situation, they, they're not going to go everywhere. Um, and that's where I am right now. Um, well, that's where I am in the process right now. Where I am right now is in my car getting ever closer to work. Where the Kindle is right now is in a, you know, sealed Ziploc bag on my kitchen counter at home. Um but that's where we are in the process. Um, you know, uh, like I said, my, my hope is is that, uh, you know, all will be well and I keep my Kindle because I really enjoy it. I kind of like that it's an older version and doesn't have, like, the touchscreen stuff. Um, I kind of enjoy the simplicity there. Um, because it also means that I can do, a, say, another neat trick with my Kindle um, and a Ziploc bag. Meaning, if I want to, I can take that thing into the bath with me. 
Um, and I don't have to worry about getting a special case that's touch-sensitive, screen, whatever, because it's all buttons, I can throw it into literally a, you know, zip, Ziploc freezer bag, and as long as it's sealed, it won't get wet, um, and I'll be good to go, um, which as I say that out loud, harkens back to, well, Todd, based on all that, why don't you just do that when you go to the pool instead of bring paperbacks, and you know, that's an excellent point, um, I absolutely could, um, and maybe I will, I just like reading paperbacks this year around. Uh, worked out well for me. Um, but good question. Good good point. Um, but anyway, I really don't look forward to, to losing my Kindle, even if I can pick up a new one, uh, you know, for a, a decent price. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of reusing um, and repairing things rather than just buying new uh, in general. So I'm hoping to recover that. Um, and coming up on the office, and I've managed to talk for, you know, a half an hour about, uh, ants in my Kindle, so, um, that's got to be some sort of world record, I think, um, let's get, let's, you know, for those, you know, enterprising listeners out there, um, you know, feel free to get in touch with the Guinness folk, um, and find out what the current, uh, record is for talking about in uh, ant infestation in a, a personal reading device is, I gotta think I'm, I'm at least making a good showing there. Um, and you know, when, when they, they say, oh no, 30 some minutes is definitely the longest anyone's talked about that. What you want to do is you want to point them at toddcastpodcast at gmail.com. That's T-O-D-C-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, uh, at gmail.com. Have them shoot me an email, um, and I'll get in touch with them. And then maybe we'll have, you know, a Guinness World Records episode um, where we talk about uh, my my grand achievement in um, Kindle and speech. Um, or, you know, if they're they're more keen to, to use, uh, you know, the Twitter to contact me, it's it's at Cast Todd. That will work also. C-A-S-T-T-O-D. Um, whatever works, really. Uh, or if any of you want to reach out and tell, talk to me, uh, that's fine. Um, like I said, today I didn't really have much of a, a particular topic, um, and we see how that worked out for us all. Um, so if you have a particular thing you'd like to hear me ramble on about, uh, or talk seriously about, uh, you know, as the case may be, uh, feel free to reach out to me via one of the previously mentioned methods, um, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, maybe have a little, little conversation, uh, for your benefit. Um, until then... Thank you all for joining, and I hope you have a good one. And that's it.